This week's throwback to black comes from W.E.B. Du Bois. I'm especially glad at the divine gift of laughter. It has made the world human and lovable, despite all its pain and wrong. Throwback to black, W.E.B. Du Bois. Now let's start the motherfucking show! We're back! What up, what up, what up, what up? It's the new episode of the Power Lunch Hour. Yes, sir. What's good? It's your boy, Corey Dosek. Hello, people. It's I'm something else. Hey, we're back for a new episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's good with you, bro? Man. Yeah? I'm here, man. I made it. They made our ass come back to work, bro. Oh, damn. Bruh. No more working for home, huh? Bruh, I, I don't, I don't like it. I just, I don't, I don't like it. Like, I've been hearing people complaining for weeks about having to go back to the office. Um, I haven't heard any um updates on that. So how did that go for you? First off, people are talking to me. Yeah, and it's like, who, why, why are you here? Yeah, what, who are you? First of all, because I don't recognize you. Yeah, you ate your way through your quarantine. I see. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I can very barely say something bad because I don't look as bad as them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ate, but I ain't eat as good. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got that. But then you find yourself talking to people and responding back, or you think you are, but you're just talking in your head because you've been by yourself for so long. Right. You, you don't you, know how you to use your people. words. Right. You don't know how to talk to people no more. Yeah. So I just, it's a bunch of, uh huh. Whoa, he crazy. You know, a bunch of those for me. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, avoiding people and walking around. Uh, outside, uh, fighting sleep. The sleep part is real. Like my ten thirty nap and my two two thirty nap, I miss them a great deal. You had a little sleep schedule. I was good, you know. I was very productive getting work done. Yeah. And now I'm just there watching boring ass RS training videos, like fighting all of the sleep I can. Any type of um. Processes in play or regulations, how y'all have to um, stay safe in the office? So, to get into the building, you got to have your mask on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a voluntary uh, temperature machine. Boy, I be hitting that motherfucker temperature machine like uh, that big money, big money stop on that motherfucker. Like, come on. Come on, 98. Come on, 99. I don't even want, like, a real temperature to be sick. I just want it enough so I can go back home. You know what I'm saying? I just want a little sick. Not a lot sick. I don't want that package. I don't want that roller. Why would you want to get enough to go back home? Get to go back home for two more weeks. I don't think it's worth it, though. That's why I don't want the big package. I just want the little one. You, you know? got to be like at like over 100. Oh, I thought it was like if you get to 98, 99. Mm-mm. I think, I, I think a fever is like one, 100, 101, Damn. I think. I don't want that. <laughs> but I just want enough to be off. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I just don't. I just. I, it's, it's, it's taking real justice. Day two went better than day one. Day one, I wasn't here for none of that shit. Right. Yeah. It, it was just bad. It we was, got a, a a temperature machine at our our job. Like yeah. you know, you you shoot the forehead. Yeah. I probably do this shit about four times a day. <laughs> On myself, man. You see where I'm at. Where man. I'm at in life, it goes up and down. Like it started at point six this morning. 
Then it was like point seven at lunch. Then yeah. at the evening it was like point four. I'm like, damn, what's going on? What's, what's happening, buddy? What's what's wrong with you? I don't like it. I just want to go home. Yeah, and sleep. But now nah, it's cool being back in the building, man. Was, uh, I got to see some faces that I did miss. You know what I'm saying? Your work mom. I miss seeing her. Yeah. Happy birthday, Miss Pat. And uh, that's about it. I avoided all the other coworkers because they was on the other side of the building and it required doors to go through. And I wanted to touch as least as possible. Yeah. So I just went straight to my office and sat down for the most of the part of the day. And then I'd take the same route out to go walk around the building. Yeah, what we do, we got all the doors up to the office, leading up to the office, and in the office, all the doors have been open since this shit happened. So we ain't really got to touch no doors to get inside. Yeah. You know, so um, one time the door is closed. I'm like, what do I do now? I know, right? I ain't got no wipes on me. But how the fuck can we get in? You know, so. <laughs> My pet is, like, my office kind of is a bridge between two different areas. Mm. <laughs> you know, if you leave the doors open, you can easily just walk in and out. Well, that was too loud for me. So I closed both of them motherfucking doors. People was mad as hell. That's a safety hazard, bro. <laughs> Man, shit. They got two other doors they can go through. That's a safety hazard, dog. It is not a safety hazard. It is, man. You close the door, you got people touching the door. Somebody got to open that door to get through they it. They do not have to come through my office. They can easily walk around. There's no reason to cut through that. Convenient. That's it. That yeah. convenience. Guess what? You're inconvenience now because you're bringing that sickly shit through here. <laughs> Take your ass around. The long way. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Come here with that mess. Get out of here with that mess. As soon as I hit that dough, COVID. <laughs> shit, all day. As soon as I hit that dough, COVID. <laughs> shit. In your office. Stab out. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> shit. Don't want to be back here. But uh, what else happened? Um, something else happened. What did I do this weekend? I got the yard cut. I got the yard cut. I did the same thing. Yeah, I tried to get to the trim and it got too hot. Like the way that heat was set up, mm-hmm. I was like, you know who's going to do this tomorrow? Me. You know who never got around to it? Me. I did the same thing. <laughs> I ain't trim shit. Fuck it. What y'all going to do? Come cut it yourself? Yeah, you mad? Yeah. I got it. It's too hot out there. He came out of nowhere. I guess because we've been inside for so long. You step outside like, it's hot. It was cold when I went in. (laughs) (laughs) What's this? Uh, What else happened this weekend? Um, uh, My little brother came to town. Shout out, Red. We had a little uh, little small gathering, a tenderless. (laughs) It was cool. You know, Uno has changed. Have you seen the new Uno game? No. Okay, now, like, the Uno cards are, like, damn near dry race cards. So you can make your own rules on the cards now. Like, you can make everybody take a shot, swap the hands. You can, uh, any rule you come up with, you mm-hmm. have to do. I ain't like that guy. Okay. I I, I, I get it. I, I feel like the old nigga, like, hold on. Too many new rules and shit. Yeah, this ain't, this ain't the original game. This ain't the original game, bro. You can't pull a fast one on me. Yeah. You know, try, try to get me drunk. <laughs> By the end of the night, one person had about 20 of them cars in their hand. Like, yeah, damn. I don't think he's supposed to go this bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about that dry race. Well, my family played the rules a little different. You know, we turned Uno in the whole drinking game. So, you know, draw two, either you draw two or you take a shot. <laughs> and draw four, you take 
four cards and take two shots. So, oh shit! And then they then they stack on each other. Oh, like no. if if I got to draw two, and next person got to draw two, that third person got to take four cards or two shots. So See, it, just, it it gets down. I looking for excuses to just be fucked up. I tell you, later. oh man, drunk. Have Uno. y'all even finished the game of Uno? We had the longest game of Uno <laughs> ever. Like the one hand never ended, and <laughs> niggas was passing out like. We niggas died over Uno. Like, Man. you know, porch has been sprayed, uh, bathrooms been vandalized. Oh no. Like, yo, drunk Uno in my family is like you gonna get down, lay down. You gonna get down and lay how you how you gonna live? You gonna walk yeah. away at night. You, you want cry? these cards, you wanna win. What you gonna do? You want these cards, you wanna win. So uh, if you wanna win, you wanna take these shots. One it up. Good times, man. Good Sounds times. fun, though. Yeah. It does. It's really a sport. <laughs> it's really a sport. Heck, yeah. Other than that, man, I've just been chilling. Staying out the way. Yeah. Well, uh, like I talked about last podcast, me and my brothers went fishing. Excuse me. Me and my brothers went fishing go. last week. And I went fishing one time in my life. Mm-hmm. I was a young nigga, probably like, you know, 15, whatever. Right. I ain't been fishing in years. And, you know, it was cool. So my brother like, yo, what the next day off day we can all link up and go fishing? I'm like, fishing? Like, with fish? <laughs> like, real shit? Like, outside? I'm, not, I'm not at the store? <laughs> yeah. Like, fishing, fishing? Like, yeah, let's go fishing. He want to take the kids. We want to all go out have a uh, family out and going fishing. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm off this day. And the night before we did the podcast. Right. And I'm like, yo, I can't be out late because I gotta be up early at Ooh, six. You failed. To do that, man. I was over here to like what, three, four o'clock in the morning? Pretty much. Out of there. Pretty out much. Out of there. I blame Jiffy. I definitely blame Jiffy. I completely blame Jiffy. I blame BA too. I blame both of them. Yeah. Together. Yeah. And then you kept just just falling for the okie doke. Like he just he just he just somehow draws you in with his bullshit. He just he just kept following for it. Like, look, look, listen to me. <laughs> it was like he's not listening. What happened? I missed that. Uh, when he was talking, Jiffy was talking, and he was trying to explain something to him, but he acted like he was listening. Then he he faked. I wasn't listening. Back to what I'm trying to say. Oh, he kept explaining to him the same thing fifty two times. Oh, that's Jiffy. Yeah, that's Jiffy every time. Every fucking time. So I was late. And it's the crazy part, my brother texted me the day before, like, look, if you ain't on time, I'm coming knock on your door, wake your ass up. I said, I'm going to be on time. He came to my door, wake my ass up. <laughs> my drunk ass sees him. He's like, man, it's time to go. All right. I slammed the door in his face. <laughs> I went back to sleep. I woke up about an hour and a half later, like, fuck, bro, I'm late. I missed like 15 calls and shit. And uh, when I get there, he's like, you know you slept the door in my face. Oh, which brother? My oldest brother. Oh. I don't remember that, sir. I remember seeing you. <laughs> I thought it was a dream. <laughs> it was so early in the morning. It was so early in the morning that Jay didn't even bark. Like, Jay was like, who the fuck is who that the fuck door? Is this? We sleep. <laughs> we just went to sleep. Damn. So Jay didn't even bark. So I finally get there. Everybody mad at me because we late. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we go out there. It was a good time, man. We drove about like an hour out. Shit. Went to this little spot. 
and you know, we'll get our fish on and But they do the hour and a half when it was waiting for you to get your life together. I don't know, I wasn't there. <laughs> Shit, I was dreaming. <laughs> fuck I <laughs> the fuck it mattered to me, I wasn't there. So that was a little perturbed with me when I got there. <laughs> I'm like, yo, shit, the part don't start till I walk in. What the fuck y'all talking about? So <laughs> um, so I drove because, you know, uh, we took two cars and shit. So I'm driving and shit. And I'm just like, I don't, I'm not here for this. I am not here. Because <laughs> you was talking shit. I was out of there. My nephew's in the car. They talking. My brother's in there talking. I'm like, yo, y'all, everybody just stop talking. <laughs> let's, let's ride in silence. I'm drinking all the water. Like, I'm just not here for I'm this. I'm not here for none of this shit. So we get there, and I'm, I'm annoyed. But when we finally started fishing, it was cool. It was We had a good time. We were talking, cracking jokes, had a little picnic and shit. I caught two fish, uh, but there was a little baby fish. Yeah. So yeah. we threw them back. Uh, we didn't really catch shit, you know, but it was a good time. So uh, shout out to Bruce for the, for the idea. Uh, we had a good-ass time out there. Um, what else I do? I uh, went back to my mom's crib. You know, we all meet up over there, yeah. talk a lot of shit. And the crazy part about it is, I get back to my mom's crib and I ain't been drinking all day. Like they out there fishing, drinking and shit. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I go to mom's crib, like, yo, I'm gonna make me a drink. Soon as I took the first sip, drunk again. Instant drunk too. Instant drunk. <laughs> I was like, yo, I am not over this. <laughs> I am too old to be drinking like this, bro. <laughs> so, went home, slept for like a whole day, and, uh, you know, went back to work. But I did get in the yard. I did cut my grass. I did get my fat ass back in the gym again. So, I'm That's trying to keep up. consistent. Yeah, it's time, man. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've been on hiatus long enough, you know, back in the gym. So, I got a lot of work to do, but. But it felt good though. It you got this, it, my G. It wasn't a lot of people in there, which was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, your mask where you worked out? I did. I mean, I had, when I was on the treadmill, I had to take it down because I can't breathe in that motherfucker. Down there, bitch. Yeah, but everything else, you know, I had the mask on. But it wasn't that many people, so I felt comfortable with it. Yeah. So I'm trying to get back in the, in the groove of things. Yeah. But besides that, man, oh, let me tell you. And I hope my cousin is listening right now. So we play this Madden uh, league, right? And every year, it's me and my two cousins, my brother. It's the last four teams in the league. We battled out for the Super Bowl. And, you know, I played my game today to get into playing my cousin to make it to the Super Bowl. I lose to the fucking computer. Now, mind you, I'm 16 and 0. Oh, I ain't lost a game all year. It's my year to win the Super Bowl. Like, this is my year to win it. Damn. And I lose to the fucking computer. I don't even want to talk about it in the Madden group chat. Rules. I don't even want to talk about it in the group chat. <laughs> like, my cousin's like, yo, I just barely made out the game. I played against the computer. They not playing right now. I almost lost. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. You sorry, man. Let me get in this bitch. I lose my game. Damn. I'm out the playoffs. They in a group chat like, oh, yeah, you lost, nigga. What's up, nigga? Who I don't want to talk to none of you niggas. <laughs> none of you niggas. Damn, you lost to the computer. I'm upset. I'm, I am upset. And I'm by myself at the house. I don't know how to um, to uh, get my emotions out. Take it and beat out. <laughs> you know, so I just got to express my anger 
right now in this podcast, like I am upset. I <laughs> lost to the fucking computer. Too. Yo, that's terrible, man. That's Mad be cheating, bro. They do. Mad be cheating. They do. They turned out the rules on purpose because you was sixteen and out. They purposely made you lose. Oh my god! How I mean, how I lose the computer, bro? I don't know, man. And then when I played the game, it was snowing. Whenever in fucking life does it <laughs> snow in and play our football in Madden. Never. Never. Dog, it's, it's fucking terrible. It was set terrible. up against you, man. Man, it's built, it, it's set up against you. The put all those things up against you. Man. On purpose. Make it snowy, wind conditions, 20. Yeah. All that bad shit. It's systematic cheating in Madden. Systematic cheating. Terrible, bro. They refuse to apologize to Cap, so they're going to make all y'all black folks lose on the game. I've been having a bad day all day since then. <laughs> This just happened today too. Today, ah, even worse. Today, I'm I'm not a fan. Yeah, you got to sleep on that one. <sighs> Fuck, that's rough. Anyway, that's about it, bro. That's what's up. Yeah, terrible. It gets better. It's always next season. Hey, fuck that. <laughs> anyway, I want to send a special shout out. Uh, happy birthday. R.I.P. Uh, to Tupac Shakur. R.I.P. Um, Happy birthday, Pop. Man, Tupac. Um, I appreciate all the love that I seen on my timeline for Tupac's birthday. Yes. Uh, I mean, changed the game for me. Like, Thanks. just the only person I cried after they died. The only person in my life that died and I cried over. Yeah. And Tupac really changed my life. As a, a young nigga. For Aaliyah. Yeah. Little. Aaliyah hurt. Aaliyah hurt. Hey, Pop. Tupac was different. <laughs> because I didn't think Pac could die. Right. Like Tupac got shot five times. I ain't th- I was thinking like, yo, he gonna come up this one too. Yeah, I still think he in Cuba. Chilling. Whatever the case may be, I ain't seen him. I ain't seen him. And Pac was the only nigga that I felt that if he wanted the revolution to start, he would have said it, it would have happened. Can't wait to went down a lot and, sooner, and that's why I think he out of there. But happy birthday, Pac, man! You happy a legend. Day, you changed my life, and I appreciate everything you did for me as a young nigga. Thanks. So, R.I.P. Pac. R.I.P. Man, true legend. True legend. True legend. Go. Died too young. Man, way too young, man. Just think what he could say and the wisdom he could impart now. Like right now. Jeez, man. Ah, uh, another happy birthday shout out. Shout out Noah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Noah. You know what I'm saying? Had a lovely video with his little daughter in the in the oh, uh, in the in the plane. Yeah. Showing her how to use the little buttons. Dog, that's a yo, that's viral shit right there. Dope shit. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, Jen. You know, we turned up, a couple shots. Hey. Happy, happy birthday. Um Happy birthday, cousin Vicky. My God. Oh, yeah. My bad. I'll be I'll be missing not mention you. Happy birthday, cousin Vicky. Happy birthday. Uh we having a Zoom family meeting on Friday. Okay. I gotta be at work, so I can't take no shots with y'all. Yeah. So I took my shots today. Hey. You know, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Got it in. Yeah, I think that's all the birthdays. That may be all the birthdays. Uncle Fred, happy birthday. Okay. You know. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Fred. Heck yeah. Man, Tommy me how to shoot guns. Uh yeah, that's that's it right there. Guess we're getting these news stories. All right, I got some positivity first. Okay. Um, 
Gianna Floyd, the daughter of George Floyd, uh, has been blessed uh, in the aftermath of her father's shooting. I mean, not shooting, excuse me, uh, strangling, <laughs> allegedly by the police department, Minneapolis Police Department. Um, she's been offered a four-ride scholarship to college. Yeah. At the age of only six years old, she already has a four-ride scholarship. But uh, another one that was a surprise was from Barbara Streisand. She blessed a uh, six-year-old with Disney shareholders as a Disney shareholder now. Nice, because Disney stock is booming. 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 You know, if one way to make gener- generational wealth is not just a temporary solution. But here, take some stock. Some big stock at Disney. You know Barbara gave us some good stock, too. Yeah. So, you know, salute. Salute. Very proud of this, of the good deeds that are happening for this young lady in spite of the tragedy, you know. That's dope. That's real dope. Yeah. Texas Southern University, matter of fact, in Houston. It's the full ride scholarship. Uh, another positive story is uh, shout out some of my fraternity brothers and friends, uh, part of Arkansas Ford. Um, this is a small uh, group of uh, young millennials. They are compiling a list of black-owned businesses, and they would love to add you to their list. Um, you can go check them out on Arkansas Ford on Facebook uh, and a few other social media apps. Um, but you can go in there, sign up your black business, whatever category it is, not just food, but you got uh, everything. I put the podcast on there. You can put car washes, uh, utility work you do, whatever your business is. If it's black on, list it on there. They hope to drop this uh, drop this list on June 21st. So you have options. And it's right on time for the blackout of Juneteenth uh, that's going to be going on. Yeah. So, you know, people have options of which black businesses you would like to go to and That's visit. Dope. And it won't just be food. Not to shade on food, but, you know, we need other options, too. Yeah, I appreciate everybody that's been posting their local uh, black-owned businesses on Instagram and social media. Right. I repost everything I see, uh, not only in my city. Like, you know, people um, need to know where to go. Right. Like, sometimes you don't even know it's black-owned. Right. So, that's dope. Be on the lookout for that to drop soon, June 21st. Uh, if you want, if they, uh, their Instagram page is Arkansas Ford 44, and their Facebook page is just Arkansas Ford. So check them out. Sign up. Um, One more positive story. Uh, shout out Patrick Dorsey. And uh, let me look this up before I get all these names wrong. What's up, Pat D? Pat D in the house. Uh, yeah, come on. I post too much. <laughs> Pat D and uh, Deja Blue. Okay. Yeah, they're going to be uh, the Bike Squad presents the Little Rock Juneteenth Freedom Ride. It's Friday, June 19th at 10 a.m. Uh, Riverfront Park, North Little Rock is free. Uh, they have some vendors out there giving out free water and stuff. You can walk, ride, jog, whatever you want to do. It's just in the spirit of Juneteenth and what's been going on lately in the headlines. We're just going to have a um, a bike ride and raise funds for, uh, let me see, what is this? 
mm, it's not listed right here. I don't want to get it wrong either. Okay. But, you know, it's a freedom ride. It's uh, all a positive event. So yeah. come support. Check it out. If you're not doing nothing Friday, get out on that bike. June 19th. June 19th, Friday. Come out and support. Yeah. I need to get my bike fixed. I know, right? Yep. I, I just need to plug on and put that thing in the shop. Yeah. Y'all gonna get it looked at. Don't try to do it myself because it's, it's be on the side of the road walking back. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks. I need that bike in the shop ASAP. ASAP. And I think that's yeah, that's my last positive story. Yeah, I don't have anything positive here. Yeah, it's, it's all in the muck over here. All right, let's get in the muck. So, uh, last Friday, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, it was Sunday. You know, the protest still happening in Little Rock. Um, salute everybody on the front line, you know, still getting it in, keeping the uh the 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 vision going, um, stay motivated as my man Nipsey would say. Right. Um, so it was a group of people who shut down all the Walmarts in Little Rock. So did. Like they traveled one to the other and shut them hoes down, protesting in front of them. Walmart, like, oh no, close that bitch. Close it. They ain't messing up my money. Like, they got people tweeting, like, yo, they kicking all this out because of the protests outside. We got to leave. Yeah. And they shut one after the other down. They travel from one to the next one um, to defund Walmart. And what I've heard, what I've read in Twitter is, like, you know, Walmart, uh, you know, contribute to, uh, like, prison systems and different organizations like that. And they just trying to defund Walmart. Right. Um, I don't know the whole backstory to it, but you, you you shut the motherfuckers down. You shut the motherfuckers down. You you did that. Congratulations. Yeah. So, um, and allegedly they do. You know. On one hand, I support that, like, cause you you see what your power would do. You see what you know the protests will accomplish when you have a mass of people backing it. All these damn organizations like Black Lives Matter now, but. Like, all of a sudden, um, we just became black and been existing. What bothers me and what concerns me is that a lot of people, um, people of color that work in retail and those businesses are losing money. Right. Like, they can't get paid those days. Right. Um, I know, you know, it's a, it's a, a pebble in the lake for Walmart funds, but they notice it. But the people that work, you know, paycheck to paycheck. Right. That's fucking with their money. They had, a, they had that bill, that babysitter bill to pay at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? You just you fucked know, up half their check. Yeah, daycare is not is not cheap. You right. know, so um, I'm I understand what you're doing, and I salute you and making uh, you know change and make motherfuckers hitting where it hurts, like in their pockets. But at the same time, like these motherfuckers need these checks, though. Right? They need these checks. Like I'm down for protesting in front of the governor's mansion and and the Capitol and. Uh, the police City station Hall, and City Hall, the courts and all that, but these motherfuckers need to clock in, right? Yo, so so if you're gonna do it, you know, maybe come up with a fund for those employees that you know you can put out a job, yeah, or something. Like these checks matter though, yeah, because they don't give a fuck about all this shit. They just trying to get this check. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I get it. But I salute y'all for still uh, keeping the calls going. Heck yeah, because you, you you brought attention. Yeah, definitely. You brought a lot of, you got that attention. Like, hold up. Who not making me money today? Little Rock. Yeah. The hell are going on in Little Rock? Oh, y'all got motherfuckers outside? Shut it down. Shut that shit down. Shut it down. Shut it down. You know who ain't getting your weekend bonus? You. 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of shut down, T-Mobile not doing too good the other day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't know, uh, T-Mobile had an outage, and uh, pretty much they was without service for the day. And what y'all don't know is all of these companies are really the same company. T-Mobile, Sprint, they're under the same umbrella. At this point, they are, yeah. And AT&T are the same umbrella. What's even funnier is they all probably use, pretty much use the same towers. Yeah, they just hanging different different satellites on them. It's the same shit. So, hey, sorry for the ones that went out service. They don't <clears> even know what the fuck happened. They tried to say some technical term shit that we be saying at work. Well, I'm like, well, I know you bullshit because they don't even go together. <laughs> <laughs> shit, the IP address conflict with. Boy, shut the fuck up. That ain't how it work. That is not how it works. At all. At all. You just don't know what the fuck. You got hacked. Let's just say you got hacked. Yeah, we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. The IP dresses was uh, left a voicemail. Well, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you sound stupid. You sound stupid. Just say you got hacked to be done with that shit. <laughs> with your lying asses. Anyway, that's just my opinion. I don't know if they actually got hacked, but that's what it looked like. Yeah. Um. Next, uh, let's so, talk. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So it was a fucked up situation happened on Saturday. Um, I haven't watched the video because uh, I I I'm not mentally sound to watch anything more any more fucked up shit that occurs in this world. Like I I haven't watched the Floyd video. Still mm. to this day, I haven't watched Still it. Still ain't watched it. I haven't watched it. I can't. Soul stir. I can't. Soul stir. Um, and when I hear about it, it's like you know when the part when he cried out to his mother. That shit, yo. That I can't. I can't watch it. So in Atlanta, there was a, a young man Rashard Brooks who was shot in the back by a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been terminated at this point, but um, from what I'm hearing, what I'm reading, he was he fell asleep in the drive through. Correct. Police ran up on him, beat their ass, grabbed the taser, ran away. They shot him in the back twice. Shot him in the back. That means there was no threat there. No. You know what I'm saying? Only reason you shot this man because he beat y'all ass. Like, he got away from y'all. So, um, I I don't understand why people don't understand why... Motherfuckers burning down shit when things like this happen. Right. Now, I don't care what happened before, but it's not the police job to be judge and jury. Right. At all. If he's wrong, if he's breaking the law, your job is to bring him into the court and let them decide that. And you can't say that you can't not do it because one of your fellow own officers in the same precinct did the exact same thing. Was drunk behind the wheel on duty. Yeah. And they just drove his ass home. Yeah. And got him a little slap on the wrist. But this young man, not only did he wake him up, and now both now both cops weren't all bad. Mm-hmm. Like that bald head motherfucker, he was extra that day. He yeah. had some juice on him. I don't think he liked getting that two piece. <laughs> he didn't like getting that. Because the dude with the officer with hair, he, he was actually trying to work with the young man. Yeah. Like, you know, just pull your car over here to the side, man. Chill out, sober up. You know what I'm saying? Chill out. We're going to make this work. That bald head motherfucker showed up. It went all down here. Damn. 
It's always one. It's always one, man. It went all down here. And he can't even in there saying that when he pointed the taser. Uh, it's a taser. It's a fucking taser. It's a fucking taser, bro. You put your taser down and pulled out the pistol. Yeah. To shoot him in the back. Because obviously that taser ain't gonna do shit. So if that taser was that much of a threat, you would use your taser. Right. Taser for taser. Taser for taser. Yeah, but he was running away. Running away, non-threat. At that point, you got to just wait. You got to de-escalate it. He's yeah. running away. You got your ass whooped, mm-hmm. and you want revenge. Yep. Pure and simple. Yep. Burn some shit down. <laughs> shit. It was the white chick that set that bitch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> set that windows on fire. And we have video of it. <laughs> so now before y'all say black people set your own shit on fire, that wasn't us. Uh-uh. White lad up there really trying to set that bitch on the fire with that gas lighter. <laughs> that grill lighter. <laughs> she had that little white lighter. That bitch was not starting for her ass at first. She was really trying. Damn, I ain't seen it. I got to watch that one. Yeah, yeah. So don't say that was us. Yeah, but that's further let us know that, you know, Y'all, y'all are not the law. I mean, y'all, y'all supposed to uphold the law, but y'all not the judge and jury. They got a court system that's already fucked up. So y'all trying to bypass that whole system. So y'all wake up, man. Like this shit is, this shit is ridiculous. Right. And it's on video. Like there's cameras everywhere. Right. They had three different angles. Each one, it looks, it gets worse and worse. I can't watch it. It's just like, oh man. And uh, since we uh, since we also talking about shit, we just not gonna let it slide. Uh, feds the feds are set to review investigations into two black men found hanging in South California trees. It's twenty twenty. Niggas is not hanging themselves from trees back to back. And officials gonna say it was suicide. Man, get the fuck out of here. Yo, I mean niggas know the history of lynching at this point. Niggas ain't hanging themselves. Niggas ain't hanging themselves. That's no. Not, no, we ain't trying to be strange fruit. As no. a as a black community, mm. we've been taught at a young age that you don't make it to heaven if you kill yourself. Right. And you definitely not gonna hang yourself. You're not gonna hang yourself. You are gonna try other ways. You'll try other ways. You, gonna, you know. Yeah. You know other ways. Hanging is not. Hanging is not on my top. You know how I want to die. Yeah. I think I'm gonna just tie this rope in this tree. And hang myself. Let me sprinkle a little crack on me <laughs> to make it to make it look good while I'm hanging from. Make this it drug related. Make it drug related. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, sell that shit fuck. to your mama. Yeah, don't sell it to me. Yeah. This shit, cause I ain't buying it. And the person that did the autopsy definitely need to get charged. Everybody need to get these charges. All these autopsy motherfuckers need to get charged. Up here lying and shit. It's like the Floyd situation. Right. He died from previous complications. Oh, we made a mistake. He died from asphyxiation. Oh, now y'all want to make tell the truth. This is the same autopsy dude that killed Martin Luther King, ain't it? Oh, man, fuck him. <laughs> this dude been the, the worst autopsy motherfucker in every major murder over the past 30 years, bro. And hey, you see why they keep bringing him around. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not right with this dude's uh, investigations and findings. Yeah. I'm just saying maybe you need to find someone else. Try somebody else. No, no. Try somebody new. Just give it a shot. A different angle. You know, it might yeah. work out. Uh, a, a different pair of eyes. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously this motherfucker see now. This motherfucker see now every time. He works dead trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that's trouble. Like, I don't understand. Like, I understand why this is happening because uh, white people don't want to lose their position in power. 
And there's there's groups out there that want to uh, show their dominance. So these hangings are like, you know, uh, a battle against whatever the movie we're doing right now. But you cannot just overstep this shit. You can't look over it. You You can't just like, oh, just suicide. No, Alan Anderson, step over this bullshit. That's 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 too easy. How you hang a nigga from a palm tree? Man, come on now, (laughs) shit. A palm tree. I'm just assuming it's Cali, so I'm I'm just thinking the palm trees. (laughs) They ain't got no branches. They ain't got no branches. (laughs) I'm just thinking how Cali got no palm trees. And I've been there, so it don't make no damn sense. But still. Niggas hanging from trees. Man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Strange fruit hell is this? Nina Simone rolling over in her grave right now. This bullshit here. This bullshit here. Shit, you can try it with your mama. Don't try me. Um, Shitty Parent of the Day Award goes to Rachel Love Martin. Uh, She was a mom wearing a Cookie Monster costume that was found overdosed in front of her babysitter's home. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> so Rachel, uh, high ass, uh, dropped her uh, special needs child off with the babysitter mm-hmm. with no shoes, uh, some jeans and a shirt on, but it was cold as shit outside, I guess, at the time, or chilly. Mm-hmm. So the babysitter like, damn, something not right. Mind you, she also had a Cookie Monster costume on when she dropped the kid off. <laughs> <laughs> so she got the car. doing cosplay and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She got the car. I guess with the co- cookie monster costume on. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got a dope cookie monster costume? <laughs> no, 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 no shit. <laughs> and she overdosed on heroin. Mm. <laughs> shit. Ambulance showed up and gave her that drug that you know they helped lock you out of it. Yeah. And uh, it's got to be in New York. This was in. Please say New York. Westmoreland County? Don't say the city, though. Because she's probably working in Times Square trying to get that money. <laughs> trying to get that money. <laughs> oh, shit. It don't say where she was. Where is it? Okay. Yeah, but yeah, she fucked up. Oh, here we go. Yes, it does. Pennsylvania. Ooh. East Newton, Pennsylvania, according to AP. So she got a Cookie Monster costume for nothing? For nothing. This is what she do. This is what she do. She get she do heroin and, and wear a cookie monster costume. She like getting high on the cookie she monster. Like getting high on that cookie monster. You know, it does something special for. Her. Yeah. <laughs> I get real high when I'm a cookie Whatever monster. Whatever that cookie monster. Don't let me put that big bird on. <laughs> Shit, I'm be a high bitch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Rachel, do better. Be a better parent. You're too old for that shit. A funny story. I'm here for it. I was at work the other day. And this lady left her little clutch bag. Mm. And um, so people going through it trying to find the ID, who clutch bag is. And it had it had a meth in it. Oh. So the lady called back, like, I left my bag. It's a, uh, it's a Gucci bag, and I need it back. That sounded about right. And so they called me up there. They're like, yo, we found this, this, this purse, and it got drugs in it. And she's upset because we won't give it back to her because it has no ID and it got drugs in it. And my response was, hell, I'd be mad too. I lost my meth. Yeah, yeah. I said, give me my purse back, bitch. And they looked at me like I was the worst person on earth. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was like, look, what? I don't care, though. Like, you should have went through a purse. Like, look, 
I'll be mad too if I lost my drugs. You if I did saying? drugs. I'll be very upset. I'll be, I, that's why she upset. She, she upset. lost her drugs. That's my weed be in that bag. Uh, bitch, you don't run my shit. It's like, what you want to do? I don't give a fuck. Get back to get her, though. Get back up hers. I don't, it's not mine. I don't care. She's like, but well, what's not hers? Who's calling up here for meth? Who's calling up here for meth? <laughs> we sell a lot of shit here, but meth is not one Nobody's of them. Nobody's calling up here for a meth purse. <laughs> Even the pharmacy not calling for meth. Yeah, so it's like, how do you know it's hers? There's no ID in it. It's not some people calling here for a meth. Did purse. she call up here for a Gucci bag and describe it? Yeah, that's her. Bag. That's her bag. <laughs> she know what that motherfucker look like. Get that bitch a meth bag. I don't care, <laughs> before man. Before she knock all this shit over. I'm not a detective. <laughs> shit, get the fuck that out of here. That one had to be true crime first forty eight, man. Where did you get the Gucci bag and meth from? Exactly, man. Y'all <laughs> doing too much. Hero. Y'all better chill out, the man. The meth is strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she lose her drugs. She come back up in here, motherfucker. Tear some shit up. Tear shit up. All because you got her milk. Get her Beth Because you want to hit her milk when you get home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> shit, she had five hits of milk. I don't know what she going to do with the three hits of milk. Oh, I don't know what she going to do with this one hit left milk she got. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Y'all chill out, man. You could be heroes, y'all. It's hard in this world, man. Hard. Just fight the battles you can. Yeah. We got enough right now we trying to fight. Don't yeah. pick a battle. Don't pick up an extra road, battle. Man. What? That bitch probably stressed out. Yeah, yeah. Get that shit yeah. together. Yeah, this climate, she need her belt. Might need it. Might, Might need it. Need it. Did you hear about uh, Lecrae and the uh, Pastor Louis Gilio? I don't know what the words mean. Uh, Lecrae <laughs> the rapper. Lecrae the rapper? Yeah. I never heard of him. Yeah, he's a Christian rapper. Oh, I know I ain't heard him. Yeah, he's been in the game for a minute now. Okay. Yeah, I don't really bump none of his shit, but, you know, he out there and, you know, has a positive message. Okay. But, um, so he was a guest at the mega church uh, with Pastor Louis. I'm just calling Louis Gigolo. I don't know his last name. It's probably Gilio. I don't care. I'm going to call him Gigolo. Just call him Louis. Fuck Louis. So oh, wow. Louis got on stage in front of Lecrae and the founder of Chicken Filet. <laughs> uh, Chick fil A. Oh, busy gonna have a fit. Fit. This is gonna be mad as fuck. <laughs> chicken fil A. Chicken fil A. <laughs> the fuck is a chicken fil A? It's chick. Chick. Anyway, he calls, uh, the pastor calls slavery a white blessing. He said, instead of calling it white privilege, let's change the name to a white blessing. He goes on for 20 more minutes uh, <laughs> saying that, um, the phrase white privilege should be swapped out with white blessing. We understand the curse that was slavery. White people do. And we say that what that was bad. But we miss the blessing of slavery that it actually built up the framework for the world that white people live in and lived in. That's actually facts. It's actual facts. That's actual facts. <laughs> I mean, there's no lie told. He didn't tell a lie. He didn't lie about that. He did not lie. It's a blessing to the motherfuckers. Yeah, Twitter wasn't going for that bullshit. <laughs> Twitter uh, went in his ass, huh? He later came back and apologized. He said, obviously, y'all didn't get what I was saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, we came up on the back of y'all niggas. We came up, that's what he said. Long story <laughs> short, I'm not sick to refer to slavery as a blessing, but that it was. Uh, that we are all privileged because of the curse of slavery. He was talking to the white community. Right. And the white community like, yo, we came up on these niggas. We came up on these niggas. Yeah. He said, my bad. It was a poor word choice. Yeah. Yeah, it Very was. Very much so. It was. Very much so. 
But you know so, He ain't lie though So Twitter got mad at Lecrae and Kathy For not saying shit Cause Lecrae was on stage He just nodded his head Like mm-hmm Mm-hmm You don't wanna cut him off mm, Did he lie <laughs> <laughs> Like where's the lie Where's the lie Yeah And uh, for his uh, Other statement Lecrae has released about it uh, He said um, On Twitter How would we go He said Okay. I feel like on the inside. Oh wait, no, this still the the gigolo still talking. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, Basically, Lecrae said is, uh, y'all know my work. Y'all know the work ethic I do and what I stand for, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. Um, and, and I'm not accepted by white culture. So he is basically saying that don't put me in that shit. I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> and what, what can you say? What can you say? What I can mean, you say? And Twitter wanted him to be all upset and pissed. Like, look, man, what what, what am I going to say? What am I going to say here? All right. So, uh, B. Simone. Uh, as you know, she made the internet this weekend uh, for plagiarism. Said her book was plagiarized. Uh, uh, the original owner came out on Twitter calling out saying she stole a book. B. Simone was quiet until like the end of the weekend. She came and addressed it. She said, yep. I dropped the ball. <laughs> I fucked up on that one. I fucked that one up. You got me. You got me on that one. You got me on that one. She said she trusted people, and, you know, they didn't do the due diligence and the research. She said, I'm not finna blame them. She said, at the end of the day, the buck stops here with me, and I take full responsibility, and I would make things right by the people that were harmed by this incident. And she fell on the sword. She fell on the sword, though. Okay, she man. She, she manned up. She ain't try to put it off on everybody. Yeah. She said, look, none of that, she's like, none of that shit actually matters. It's still my name on it, and it's on me, and I'll make right by these people. <laughs> I, yep, I dropped, I dropped the ball on that one. I dropped the ball on that one. I fucked up. I fucked that one up right there. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Buy my, my, my book. Buy my book now. <laughs> so we can make right by all these people. <laughs> yeah. I got to pay some people. I got a lot of people to pay off. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, my last story. Uh, black officer stepped in uh, when a white cop had a suspect in a choco. She was fired and the city wants an investigation. This happened back in 2006. Six black woman officer uh, stopped this white dude from choking out the uh, the victim. Uh, the police officer, Officer Carol Horn, was uh, on year 19 of her service with the city. Uh, about to get her pension in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Got fired, doesn't qualify for position, lost a job and everything. Because she stopped it. Because she stopped it. Now because of Joy Floyd, uh, they're able to uh, try to reopen an investigation into this case. Hopefully, maybe get her pension back in some form or manner. Right. So, uh, salute, officer. She said she didn't care about none of that. At the end of the day, the suspect got to go home with his life. You know, she said that's all that matters. Even though she lost the job and a bunch of other things, she said it's still the man got to go home, and I I get to sleep good at night. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, salute to you, Officer Carol Horn, because it is some good officers out there, like we said before. Yeah. This happened in Buffalo, New York. You know they choke a nigga. 
And that's my last story. They got a thing going on Twitter about, um, I think it's called like Black at University of Arkansas. And it's trending. <laughs> yes. And yeah. it's a lot of black students and professors talking about their experience at U of A. Yeah, and you. And for people that's from here or aware of it, it's no shock. No. It's it's Fayetteville. Right. It's fucking Fayetteville. Like, it's a dangerous drive to go to Fayetteville. You can't even stop on the way to Fayetteville no. comfortably. No, you better have full tank of gas. Because you there's, need to go. there's some uh, areas towards Fayetteville that's not friendly to people who look like me. It's kind of a headquarters for them. It definitely is. So <laughs> um, I'm just happy that, you know, this has inspired a lot of people to bring these conversations up because, right. you know, U of A is, is like the motherfuckers love Razorbacks here. Love Razorbacks. You can't say nothing bad about Razorbacks. I tell people all the time, if you want to have a, a – a conversation with white people, talk about the weather or the Razorbacks. Just use that to open it up. Open it up, man. You need to talk to a white person. Man, what them Razorbacks going to do this what shit? What them hogs Well, gonna let's do. talk about these let's hogs. Let's talk about the hogs. Boy, you'll get you a good five, ten-minute intro. Then I you mean, just work it from there. Yeah, so I just think that uh, it's, it's very necessary because, you know, they take care of their own. Facts. And if you ain't playing ball, you 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 worth this to them. You really worth it. And this. if you look listen to the tweets, watch the tweets, the thread, it's very much like we know this the whole time. I'm glad this has been put out there. And it's not the only place it's going on. I think I need to encourage other uh uh predominantly white universities to put this shit out there, expose these motherfuckers yeah, because shit out. You don't you don't make it comfortable for people look like me to go to your university. So why am I paying money to be scared to do certain things or not allowed to do things that other white people can do? Right. So you know, yo, put the business out there, air it out, hashtag them, add them. You know what I'm saying? So you paying money, make a change. Make a change. Yeah, because it's that's not a lot of money. It's not. A, it's a lot of fucking money. It's a lot of fucking money to go to UA. My nephew went there. It's a lot of fucking money. A lot money. of fucking money. Yeah. So. Air that shit out, man. Yeah. A change needed. Without these open conversations, it's never going to happen. Yeah. So we need this. This is good. This is very good. No, man, that's all I got, bro. All right, let's take a commercial break. All right. Shot, tip your bartender. The bar's back open again. <laughs> we'll be right back. Wear your mask. Detail. It's a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or EconoAutoDetail.com. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys. She can create it. Check her out on Facebook or RG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG. 
addicted craft. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Style, one of the best in the business. You can find him at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holler at Chris Staff. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. Act two. Hey. We're back. We're back. Time for movies, TV, music, and fix my life. Yeah, all that. No, no. Ah, gotta learn the buttons again. What are you doing? I'm trying to remember the buttons again. Okay. Damn, my dun 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 programmed in there. You should have worked on that in the break. I know, right? Okay. Just, you know, I thought I handed it down. You didn't. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> or practice on it this weekend. Okay, cool. <laughs> hey, movies, TVs. I watched some good movies. Um, shout out Jay Farrow. You know, um, he has a new movie out. He has pretty much all the black comedians that's in Hollywood in the movie right now. So salute to him. Everybody getting a check. Yeah. Uh, especially Cat Williams. Yep. Yeah. So shout out Jay Farrow. The name of the movie is called Two Minutes of Fame. It just came out today. Um, probably have to look on your streaming apps or services. I know it's on Amazon, um, and I know it's on, you know, Cinema HD, <laughs> whatever streaming service you might want to use. Right. You know, it's there. It's out. Dion Cole, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish was in there? Yeah. No, that was uh, Kiki Palm. Kiki Palm. Yeah. 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 I was like, where was Tiffany in there, bitch? <laughs> Did I miss it? Same person. <laughs> 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 man you know something I do want for my uh, my black actors in Hollywood though I mean the movie was good it was great I enjoyed it Yeah, but I want them to do my especially my queens man get their wig games together man cause they would be up in there looking with some horrible ass wigs sometimes be like come on we ain't got nobody on set nobody told her not to wear this mm-hmm. I mean she could have went with her natural hair it would have been just as good or something different. I don't know. That one wig she had on that that said, I was like, what the fuck is this Jackie O wig she got on here? A little rough. It was, it was rough. rough as shit. Yeah. Kiki, you better than that. You better than that. Let them do you like that, sister. But it was, overall, it was a great movie. It was cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's, it's basically about uh, a young comedian on the rise trying to get his uh, start uh, into the business. So check it out. Pretty good watch. Uh, Cartoon Network has dropped a new anime called a uh, movie called Fire Breather. I haven't checked it out yet. Just seen the opening scenes of it. Look like it might be decent. We'll see. I'll let y'all know next week. Ah, now let's get to some real shit. Shout out Dave Chappelle and his eight minutes and forty six second free twenty seven minute stand up. Yes. 
He dropped it um, this past weekend. It was on YouTube. That's how free it was. Yeah. Uh, in this uh, 27 stand-up, he basically gives his views on current events, the way we all wanted to hear from it. Like he said, he's a truth teller. He might not always do the right thing in his life, but you know what you're going to get from him. It's going to be the truth, and it's going to be real. So he addressed, of course, the George Floyd uh, homicide, because that's what it was. They killed that man. And uh, he talked. To, he even mentioned a few jabs at Azalea Banks. Uh, he talked about uh, Candace Owens, bitch ass. Uh, it just addressed a lot of things. It was good. It was yeah. what we all wanted to hear, and we all thought it. It was a moment where you, he, at this point, Dave Chappelle don't have to tell jokes. Don't have to. And, you know, Richard Pryor got to the point where he wasn't even telling jokes no more. Just real life. He was just telling real life. Right. You'll laugh because I'm a comedian, but at the end of the day, these ain't jokes. These this ain't is, jokes. This is real life. All the way true. And, you know, it was, you know, 27 minutes, you know, had a little audience out there, and he finished what he had to say, and he left. He left. And the things he was saying was so necessary. Mm-hmm. It was so direct. It wasn't, uh, he didn't dance around shit. Not These shit. are the facts. This is where we at. I told you prior to this happening where we was. Where we were. Now we're here. And it's not my job to uh, de-escalate this. Right. I'm not feeling quiet. Quiet feel now for what? No. Get louder. Yeah. It's not my job. Y'all ain't want to hear me when I told you about this before this shit popped off. Right. It's not my job to get out here and tell people to stop doing what they have to do to right. get hurt. So, yo, Dave Chappelle. Genius. Genius, Genius. man. You see why he won that Mark Twain. I mean, legendary Genius. status, man. Legend. This thing came from half-baked to this. Like, yo. Yo, that ain't a combo. <laughs> yo, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yo, I, I enjoyed it. I watched I, it twice. I watched it three times. Yeah. Yo, it, it was that good. It's not, it wasn't a press save, like you said, funny, but it was the truth. Yeah. And the only way that could be delivered by Dave, you saw the anger, the, the passion in his voice. I mean... We weren't here to be funny. He just like, I got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> he had quarantine rules, and he still turned out the crowd. <laughs> that was dope. Would you have went to a uh, Dave Chappelle show during the quarantine? Definitely. Yeah. I, I would have risked that. Yeah. I sure would have. I would have been in that boat. <clears throat> I work in the public every day, so yeah. it's not a risk. I go in the public every day. So right. I'll definitely go see Dave Chappelle. I'm definitely going to see Dave Chappelle for this free show. Yeah. So salute, man. Salute, Dave, for saying what we all thought. And to put it out there to where everybody can see it. I want everybody to come view this for free. I'm not doing this to get paid. No. This need to be said. Right. And it, it need to be said. It needed to be said for real. Yeah. For real. Good day. Um, and I guess last but not least, let's get into it. Insecure. Hey. Insecure. Wow. Season wow. finale, man. Season finale. What last a journey. episode. Damn, we ain't coming back to what, 2022 probably? Shit. I don't know, bro. Damn, it was a lot. There was a lot there. Let's start with the beginning. Um, Tiffany. Okay. Tiffany, gone missing. Gone missing. Gone missing. It's the crew's job to find him. Shout out to Kelly. Once again, being the friend that holds the whole crew together. Yeah. She hold everybody together. I almost fight with the bus driver. 
and a few other motherfuckers. Motherfuckers sit on the bus to her say you're my inner uh, black woman. <laughs> you don't get the fuck away from me. That bus driver scene was funny because they're like, you crossed the line. You crossed the line. Step back. Step back. Now nah, I listen to you. Um, that was, I, I, I feel that Issa Bart, when she said, press the button. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. What you gonna do if I do press the button? Oh man, that was good. Um, yeah. So when when the husband Derek got to that damn hotel room finally and opened that door, did you think another dude was gonna be in there? I hoped it was another nigga. I just just hoped it was another nigga. She, I'm like, where the other nigga at? She opened the door. She didn't let him in. She right. cracked the door. She got a towel on. Weave out. Weave out. Wet and wavy. She, By the way. She just took a shower. Best she ever done looked on that show. She was looking real good. Rick looking real good. She said uh, on, on the, uh, by, behind the scenes, she was like, on purposely, I kind of went more neutral throughout the whole season. And uh, I made sure that I was trying to look my roughest on the last episode. She said, baby, you look fucking beautiful in this you episode. You came out that motherfucker. That, that wet like, and wavy. Wet and wavy and shit. Yo. Bitch, you looking good. But I just knew a nigga was going to be in there. <laughs> and it would made the episode, to me, worthwhile. Like, the right. whole journey trying to find Tiffany. Because, like I said, I, I don't have enough cares to find Tiffany. No. I don't care. I don't I don't think we need to waste this much time trying to look for her. Right. And look at videos and her last place. I don't care enough for Tiffany. No. And I know they're oh, trying Mr. to Doug ass. I'm just they knowing the nigga was gonna be in that uh, bedroom. You know subtly get across the whole postmortem shit. Yeah. And uh which is a real thing. It is. It needs to be addressed. But they didn't really address they it. They addressed it tough enough. They didn't get into it. They didn't get into it. They didn't give the details. Like a motherfucker is not aware of what them signs are. Right. What these things does. Like y'all didn't talk it out. Right. Why she, how she got to this point, how she was feeling. Right. Y'all just like, I ain't know she got this bad. Because the way it led up through the season, it looked like she was cheating on the dude. And the baby one hurts. That's the way it looked. Leading up. Well, they showed that she didn't care enough or have enough empathy for the child. Right. That didn't show that she was cheating. It just showed that she wasn't uh, as attached to the child as a, a mother should be. Right. Kelly was and Kelly was like raising the baby the whole time. So yeah. that was the hints that you know something's not right. Um, you, you spent the majority of the episode looking for her and trying to find her. At the end, that was the result. I was let down. Like I, I need down. to know. I want to know how her night went. Like, do a recap. Do a recap of her night from her point of view. She went here. She had this. She She was at the bars and shit. She took these shots. It was like an episode of Hangover, looking for Doug and shit. Looking for Doug and shit. I I just need more of a climactic ending with that. What were you doing in your turn up? What'd you drink? What'd you drink? What was you at? What was your next spot? How you get there? What nigga did you take to Sheridan? Yeah. So, I just thought a nigga was going to be in Sheridan. I just knew a nigga was going to be in Sheridan. And I'll be cool with that. I would have been cool with it too. Because gonna, it seemed it's like guarantee another season. It seemed like when he knocked on the door, he just expected a nigga being around. I think he did too. I think everybody <laughs> did. That's why everybody stood back, like, oh, Ooh, girl, if it's a nigga in that room. We know how <laughs> she get down. down. We know how Tiff we know get Tiff down. Know Tiff, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and he expected to like, oh fuck, fuck I was like, baby, it's me. That's yeah. all he had in him. Because if he opened that door, niggas in there. I, I, Dang, would have wired it out. No, he he'll accept it. He'd be like, 
Just come home, baby. Nah, I think he would, that would have been his breaking point right there. Yeah. Yeah, I think he would have broke. I thought that, I think the episode was necessary. Right. They they rushed it. Yeah. And to get the other point of the episode out. Yeah. But if you're going to talk about it, talk about it. Talk about it, right. And y'all led this whole goose chase to, uh, it was it was non-fulfilling. Non-fulfilling at all. Yeah. I see you and during the goose chase, y'all trying to slowly but surely bring Issa and Molly back together on some shit, but... Nah. Nope. I didn't I didn't like the way y'all did that. And Kelly was like the you know, like you said she the glue to everything. So she brought everybody back, like my homeboy Shorty said. Yeah. Um the Tiffany episode let people know that your your problems are like minute. Thanks. Like we beefing over this dumb shit. Dumb shit. And we ain't recognize our homegirl going through a whole, whole bitch fucking missing. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's going yeah. through a whole episode over here. Yeah. So yeah. It's, that's understandable, but I could do without it. Yeah, I'd rather have the the Kelly episode or the Kelly Tiffany yeah. episode or some shit. Right, right, right. If you're gonna give me Kelly, give me all the Kelly. Give me, yeah. give me that Kelly that I needed. Yeah. That was that serious Kelly that I've been looking for right there. That was that one. I was like, I knew my girl got it in her. Like how they fall out. Talk about they fall out. Right, right. And you bitches still beefing. We ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, I wanted that one. Yeah. And then let's get all right. The, uh, and Nate, Nate went and shot his final shot mm-hmm. at uh, Issa. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, put it all on the line. Once again, the the editing, the camera angles, the uh, the background with with Issa and Lawrence, you saw color and the blue and the reds. And with Nathan, you got the dark tones. The the browns and the neutral colors and just during the scene, it made this just beautiful. Beautiful editing all the way around. It's that film education you got going on right there. Right, right. Yeah. I, and to take it a little deeper, uh, they interviewed Ava. She's the director of filmography on the set. And, like, how do you make uh, people of color skin pop so well in these colors and these contrasts? And she broke down how she used a polarized lens. And when they do makeup... They kind of do a reflective type of makeup to make the skin pop a little better. Okay. Man, it's just beautiful. Beautiful cinematography. Beautiful work. Beautiful. So, Lawrence comes to Issa. Boy, you should have gave her the best kiss and hug you had because that's probably be your last one for a while. I don't think so. You know. I don't think so. I don't know. But the way they edited that scene, was so fucking dope because they had Lawrence telling Issa uh, that yo, uh, condominium pregnant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Condominium about to have some apartments. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they also had uh, condominiums telling Lawrence about the baby. And the whole conversation with all three of them going back to back was so beautifully edited. That was dope. It was dope as shit. Man, great job all around for the actors, the director, the writing. It was dope as shit. So, what do you think of yo? Once got condominium locked up. Well, I think they already try to put Lawrence in. They tried previously to put Lawrence in the fuck nigga category. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he kind of dug his way out the fuck nigga category. He did, but I that, went back to the first episode. That baby. It's going to put him in fuck nigga territory. It is. 
it wasn't it wasn't um intentional intentional but right. at the same time Lawrence when you said I thought we was being careful right obviously you busting the club up you busting that club up you shooting the club up bro like you know you did you didn't say we been I was being careful like yeah. I pulled out no you yeah. was like I thought we would be no, basically I thought you was on birth control I thought you was on birth, I thought you took that plan B yeah so that that's that's you know that's when she wrote it backwards that's what got him I mean, yo. That's what got him. And I was talking to Kim uh, one time for Kim, and she was up, talking Kim? about previous episodes when when Lawrence in this, you know, doing his whole phase, right? You know, the calmness wasn't always present, right? So, and even the bitch from the bank, you know, I don't know how they got down, but Lawrence has all has never really been. A nigga that's been known to be pulling out. He's never been known for it. You might, you might be a, a weak pull-out game. Even, even when he gave uh, Issa that lazy fuck. That that three-second pump. Three-second pump. Yeah. No pull. No no corner. I know a corner one you. Yeah. It was it was no pull out there. So no. Lawrence probably live in a constant state of what if. What if. I'm waiting for that phone call. I'm waiting for because <laughs> you the don't. Girl, this yours too. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not. He has been, has a history of pulling out, but people are mad at uh they call a bitch granola that killed me. <laughs> they call her granola. Yeah, go get off cut the leaves of rice. Canola oil. <laughs> Yo, that is killing this girl. Twenty with it on her man. They giving her that damn uh. Uh, Angela Valdez vibe of power, like they hating yeah, this motherfucker. They, hate they hate her. Nothing. She ain't do nothing. She ain't did nothing this time. She ain't do nothing. Like Angie did some shit. Angie broke up a happy home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cut the Lisa Rice was just trying to find a home. Man, she was just trying to bounce back from her ex. You know what right. I'm saying? So, um, I don't know, man. Like Lawrence got the job in San Francisco. He did. They her him Issa doing good. Right. Um, I thought he was going to cheat with um, Blue-Eyed Devil. I just um, knew Nate was going to get them draws. Yeah, so, you know, it's a good turn, plot twist on us. And the thing I've been I've been seeing on my post is that a lot of people knew the side baby was coming. It's not even side baby. Right. Because they was broke up. It was broke up. They saw the baby coming. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Do you see that? I didn't see that baby coming. And a lot of people say, oh, that's predictable. It was predictable. I never saw that. Yeah, I ain't think about that. I ain't think about that part. But she must have been pregnant at the uh, at the wishman face. That's what people are saying. The, uh, that's why she didn't show up, right? I don't. I don't think that. I think that she didn't want to face Issa because right. she broke up with his with his ex, right? With her ex, and I don't. I don't know. But what do you think Lawrence is going to do at this point? Well, my guy's a good guy. He gonna handle his business. Yeah, uh, is he going to San Francisco? Oh no, that's a lot of money and uh, a lot. Of, you ain't gonna be able to take care of that baby without a job. Yep, gonna facts. need that job. That's facts. You gonna need that. That's facts. And uh, Cutelisa got money on my own, saying so, she said I, I ain't nigging for you for nothing. Yeah, you know, make sure you get that in writing, Lawrence. Get that in writing, bro. Made a sign. You should have made a sign that night. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, write this down. You don't need me for, but no, serious. He gonna take care of his kid. It's just gonna be uh, it's gonna be real tricky for him and Issa to make that shit work. They're gonna come back and Issa gonna be back with Nathan. And Oh, Nathan's gonna hit it. Yeah, yeah. Nathan's definitely gonna hit they it. Nathan getting that. Yeah. In the in the barbershop, in the back room. And I was talking about how 
I feel whenever the next season start, um, Lawrence and Nathan will have to square up. Going to. Because I feel like Issa's going to fall back to Nathan. Nathan bipolar ass is not going to let her go. Right. And when and when Lawrence going to be like, we trying to do this or what, Nathan be like, yo, I hit last week, bro. I already hit last week. Like, what's he up? Said, what the fuck you say to me? And they go about knocking <laughs> right there at the party. They're going to have to square up, Everybody bro. be like, no. That's how nigga moments start. Right Always. There. That's how Always. nigga moments start. They going to meet up at the same party. Yeah. It's going to be Tiffany's birthday. Damn. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I think Lawrence, he's not leaving, but he's going to step up and be the father. But, right. you know, that's, ugh, I don't know, man. Gonna be a whole bunch of mess. I wasn't a fan of the last episode. Um, the Tiffany shit really, really bothered me. It went longer than it needed to. It, longer than it needed to be. It really did. Um, and they kind of rushed at the end. Like you right. took this much. You, you could have saved all the goddamn uh, hangover References. tracking and shit, right. trying to find this motherfucker, and just went straight to the source of what. You know, it's a problem. The minority part for it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> and nobody's gonna do that for you. Like no. you're gonna have to get a uh affidavit from the police to get the video. Effects. That's what that's no that's one's life. gonna do. Nobody's that gonna video. do that for you. Nobody. Um, but yeah, it, it took too mo- too long for that ending. Um I didn't see the ba- the baby coming out out the conversation, but I did not see the baby coming. Yeah, I understand y'all I was, need more episodes. I understand. Yeah. Oh, it'll be a longer damn show. You should did an hour final season finale. You should have did an hour season finale. Yeah, because you 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 wouldn't have to rush it so fast. They gave it an extra five minutes, but still, I need I need more than extra five minutes. Yeah, that's a lot going on. There was a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. all in all, it was a good season though. Great season. Great season. Like it. It was. Uh, don't get it twisted. Insecure is the shit right now. The last one was like, it wasn't where we look, but it's so much to expect. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Don't don't listen to us. Yeah, damn. Keep doing your work. Mm-hmm. Shit, we appreciate you having something to watch in this pandemic. Y'all got us through this last in. This <laughs> facts. Yeah. But it's still a pandemic going on. Let's not get it twisted. Bro. Yeah. Shout out to them for bringing up issues that's necessary, like mental health. Mental health. Um, on all different angles. Right. And they didn't really dig into all of them. Mm-hmm. Like when Nate told her I, had, I was bipolar and I bought a barbershop, she's like, well, let me see the barbershop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> fuck your like, bipolar. Fuck your bipolar. She's like, I appreciate you too, nigga. Let's see this barbershop. Let's see the take pictures and shit. I don't talk about this shit. Yeah, so they touched on a lot of shit. About as far as mental health because it's really uh, important for our community, Very and it shouldn't so. be like a stigma uh, attached to it. Right. So I think putting it out there, let you know, like you know, there's people out there that go through things that you go through, and you might not always uh, find a per se therapist that's good for you. Like for Issa, she just went home to her mama. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying got that crowd, got that real conversation she needed. For Molly, yeah. she needed a little more help. She needed to talk some more, more shit out. Yeah. You know, I like the part at the end because everybody just knew East was finna go run up on Nathan, <laughs> like straight to his, straight to the barbershop. Yeah. But when she ended up going to meet Molly, uh, I was like, okay, that's what's up. That's how this shit gonna come together. Yeah. I mean, Molly doesn't need nobody until she needs somebody. She don't want to be East's friend unless 
she's better than East at the time. Yeah, let's talk about how they broke up. Uh, her, Molly's little breakup with Andrew. I saw that shit coming. I I didn't see it, but I understand. Because yeah. last week was like, yo, pray for Asian Bay. Right, because he's going through it. He's going through it. <laughs> we already see that shit coming. When she ain't buy the Chinese food, that he wanted. That was it, right, though. Man, you told your draws that you nigga. You told your draws with that You one. told your draws, bro. Like, he got off everything else, but you fucked up that food off. That food. And then, you know, the Asian community is pretty tight. They tight. Like, you ain't going to fuck with my brother? My brother? That's my whole ass brother. He apologized. He said he's sorry. Yeah. You don't want to go to the game, you're going right. to do something whole different than the plan. But plans. you want me to go around with all your bullshit. Exactly. And what Molly fucked up is like she she banked everything on a relationship over her friend, right. and she didn't even take the time to check on her relationship. Didn't even check on her relationship. Nigga, like nigga, was is we good? Is we good, <laughs> like, nigga? Where we at? Because all she knows, I got a man. Now. I got a man. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. Yeah. So yeah, she dropped the ball on that one. The more cases the one. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck about a friend. Nothing. Yeah. Tiffany, the whole ass missing. She ain't even tried to check in. Yeah. Yeah, it happens, man. Yeah. Niggas in relationships. Boy, yeah. it's real. It gets real. But dope episode, though. It was a dope episode, though. Yeah. Uh, and so I started going back and watching season one, episode one again, just to just give you, me a recap. You know the show good when you go back to old season. I got to go back and see where this shit started. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me see the fuck niggas and, and the bads and the goods. Let me see how this all started again. And the one thing I will say, shout out that gym and trainers, because everybody has come a long way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, I see you. You lost that freshman 20. <laughs> you know, y'all on y'all junior year and shit. That's what's up. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was growth. You know, they both was on some shit. You remember Broke Your Pussy, nigga? Classic. Classic, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's just the way the show is shot, the everything's seen where it where it is now and where it started, it's good to see. Uh, it's good to see my peoples. Yeah, you got a budget now. <clears throat> you got a budget now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So salute. And the small thing, like when you after the <laughs> after the show ends, you see all the credits. Credits. Everybody that's part of this show, like she putting people on. Oh, everybody's a writer on the show. <laughs> Everybody got to direct certain episodes. I'm talking about like, you know. Makeup and right um, location, right and like people that's like doing the shit behind the scenes. Like they got a whole list of people. They list everybody. That's just dope, man. It's dope. And it started from a, a webisode, like webisode. Yeah. Awkward black girl. That's dope. I've been trying to go find that uh, that on YouTube. Oh, let me start this again. I ain't seen it in years. So yeah, salute Issa, right, man. Make an avenue for your peoples. Yeah. I like the wind down too at the end. Even the wind down, the I ain't wind care about. down is cool. I, I said, wait for the wind down. We got to talk about this shit. I didn't care about Tiffany in the wind down. <laughs> like I, I ain't care about Tiffany in the episode, and I really didn't care about her in the wind down. Like yeah. it, it, you didn't prove your point to me. It was a it was a weak portion for you. I think they was trying to push her Man, character more. Yeah, and like my homeboy Sifa said, I don't care if she died. <laughs> I, I, she don't matter to me. Don't matter to me. Or Derek, I, he don't care about both of them. <laughs> He's like fuck them all. And I understand that. I don't give a fuck about it. Like if they're yeah. not in the series no more, it don't change shit. It don't change damn thing. So I guess she's trying to push her her character more. Right. But we don't care enough. <laughs> no. I don't care enough. I wasn't compelled. 
No. Now, my girl Kelly, I could listen to her shit all day. Yeah. You yeah. take Kelly, I have a problem. Yeah, I'll probably take my girl Kelly out. And you know what you should have put nowhere in there is Lawrence's best friend. That nigga funny, too. He's hilarious to me. He's hilarious. He's fucking hilarious. He need to get him some more shine. I don't think he's going to be. I thought he was the nigga going to be in the room. Right? Yeah. Oh, God, man. I thought he was going to be in the room. If he was that nigga in the room, oh, man, it would have I can see that. It would have been a problem. Yeah. Oh, it would have been a whole furniture move a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Nate. Worse Nate in the room. <laughs> I, don't, I ain't see that coming. Yeah, that would be even worse. Uh, I just met her at the bar. <laughs> you told you I'm bipolar. I'm going through some shit. So Yeah. Anyway. Anything we missed, let us know. Yeah, let us know. We'd be happy to talk about it since we ain't going to have it next week. <laughs> shit. And then one thing my homegirl Eve said is that we need to start um, reading comments off our platforms that people say about the show, like Fix My Lives, yeah. uh, TV shows, like uh, read their comments yeah. about previous episodes or next episode so people know what they feel about it. Because okay. we don't always have, you know, the most, the best, you know, responses and shit. Yeah. Let other people know what other people feel about so, yeah, that'd be dope. That's a dope. That's a dope idea. Yeah, I appreciate that because yeah. we do have some dope ass comments. The comment section be jumping. Yeah, <laughs> the comment section on SoundCloud be jumping. Yeah, so we need to, you know, read those out so they can listen to the next episode and see what we say about it. All right, let's start. We'll start that. Let's start that next week. Since your idea, I think you'd be great. Glad <laughs> to sign you up for a job. I quit jobs every day, B. <laughs> 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 Alright, uh, and that's all my uh movies and TV shows. Music. Um hold on. Let me load this up. So I I listened to uh Young MA album. Okay. And I'm a young MA fan. And I didn't listen to it when it first dropped because Title like washed out the new suggestions real quick. Bastards. And it wasn't a popular album, so I don't think a lot of people were really fucking with it. But I enjoyed it. Like, Young and maybe spitting. And she's talking about her feelings, her, her previous relationship and shit. Yeah. It's not all on that gangster shit like she was on when she first got on. All right. Uh, she's making some money now, so it's not about that gangster shit. But she still got that in her lyrics. Mm-hmm. But she a whole nigga out here. She a whole nigga. She a whole nigga. Like, you know. Suck my long dick. Like, where? Yeah, she she what? she talking about, you know, relationships and hoes and, you know, fucking bitches and shit. Which is cool. I, I appreciate that conversation. I do. Um, I listened to. Let me see. What did I listen to? All right, so I listened to Montana 300. Mm. And it's a young cat I used to work with. You know, the young niggas keep me on uh, young niggas and shit. Right, right. You need that. You need and that. Uh, Montana 300, I was like, I listened to a, a a flow over a J. Cole beat. He was rapping just like J. Cole. I like, you can't take his cadence and tell me he good. But I listened to one of his mixtapes, and Montana 300 is actually nice. Okay. I would not put him in a new nigga category, because this motherfucker's spitting. Okay. He's rapping fast. He's rapping like... New nigga ish, but his his content, his punchlines are like yo actual rapper shit. So mm. I give him I give him props for um, his his content. So I won't put in new nigga shit. Um, Gunna, 
You got an album called Wanna. I like Gunner. I do too. Um, his album really wasn't like all that to me. Uh, but I like his flow. You know, so everybody can't put an album out, but you know he 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 actually get down on the, on the bar. So I appreciate what he put out. It really didn't hit me any type of way. Okay, I could listen to it. It wasn't like, oh, that shit nigga getting down. But he he raps raps. Um, listen to uh, Rocky Fresh. You know, BA told me to listen to that shit. Right. Ah, <laughs> it was all right. It was all right. I get my. Right. Uh, it was nothing in there that made me think like, oh, this nigga, it, his next one. It was just like, it was an okay album to right. me. Um, J. Cole put out a new uh, verse out today. I just seen it. Yeah. J. Cole put a new out, uh, a song out. Snow on the Bluff? Snow on the Bluff. And this Do you remember that movie? Snow on the Bluff was our, like, we had, we, our, had, we had Snow on the Bluff parties. We did. We had Snow on the Bluff did. parties, man. That shit was dope, too. Snow on the Bluff is like one of those cult Co- classics, you man. You can keep watching it over and over. You can watch Snow on the Bluff all the time, <laughs> man. It was dope. Snow on the Bluff was dope. We had a whole night of Snow on the Bluff. <laughs> I remember this shit. Several nights of Snow on the Bluff. Yeah, yeah. Uh you put that in like in the hangover hangover category, right? It's a cult classic. Yes, yeah, Stone the Bluff is dope. Uh, I, what what was the name of this project? Thorno, Thorno. Well, it's called Snow on the Bluff. But <clears throat> the thing I appreciate J Cole about doing this, and he was so honest, and and this is what what puts J Cole in the conversation of the great because he talks about things that's relevant in current times. It's not the most. It's not the sexiest. It's not the. Ha- it's not the the like chart topping type of songs uh, that like the other his his, his counterparts have put out. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna break records with this shit, but it's necessary. And the the basis of his verse was like, there's a woman on internet who's like really talking about the struggle. And talking about the movement. And what you don't need to do is talk down to niggas who don't, who's not quote unquote woke. Right. Like don't talk down to niggas who don't understand it. Those are niggas you need to really reach out to. That's you need like, to be talking to. You don't need to be campaigning for the people who think like you because they already woke. They right. already know what's going on. Right. Talk to the niggas in the hood who don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. And that's the angle you need to take because those are the ones that need to hear it the most. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, everybody ain't going to appreciate it, but I appreciate it the most. Right. And he actually like, I'm not doing enough myself because people give me so much props for what I've done, but what have I actually done? Right. You know, so, you know, J. Cole was out there in the protest. He got on the front line and shit. Salute right. to you. But I appreciate him for just being honest with he, what he's doing. And a lot of people are not going to appreciate him because he's not, it's not sexy. Right. But that fucking verse was hard. Uh, yeah, commercial break. Hard, like yo, yeah, it was hard. Did you listen to that new little baby album? Everybody been saying it go hard. I ain't heard it yet. No, little baby didn't put a new album out. Was it a single? Then he put he put a, he put a song out. Oh, okay, yeah, and it's dope. It's talking about the you know his, he doing his part as far as the uh, the movement and shit. Little baby album came out probably like a month ago. It was nice. It was really nice, but. We got a lot of tracks on here. His verse was 
like his song was nice. It it was especially coming from a nigga from his generation. Right. Like you didn't expect that from him. Yeah. Um, but I've I've been telling people for a minute, like, little baby's nice. He's not he's not this commercial shit. He's not this new nigga shit. This motherfucker get down. But yeah, he he's speaking about, you know, it's a, it's it's the young nigga's time to, you know, represent and he gonna do his part. So I appreciate that because a lot of people look up to baby. I mean little baby and you know, you got to put your make your voice be heard. Got to, yeah. Uh, I think that's all. I listen to my throwback. My throwback album was uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly." Hey, Kendrick Lamar. I bought that too this weekend. Yeah. Um, we gonna be all right. right. No, but that's that's a fucking classic. Classic. Yeah. One time for Kendrick, man. Heck yeah! I got two throwbacks. Uh, Big Crit, Catalactica. Yeah, that shit was going, but the one that got me that I had to bump twice this weekend is the album that just defined the generation. I mean, it was such a damn dope ass album. I had to go back. I was like, damn, this album it just get better with time, and that's that Mary J. Blige My Life album. Mm. That Mary J. Blige My Life album. Is I didn't see that coming. Okay, so damn good. That All motherfucker's right. a banger. It was just man, it's. City go hard. The albums just go hard. Check it out with adult ears. See where it gets you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because back when you was young, in your 20s, or in your teens, you was listening to the shit. You thought you was really in love and going through some shit. Listen to that bitch right now. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. Right. Especially when she gets to that in my life, the, the title track on that bitch. Yeah. No, check, check it out. Check it out. Shout out Mary J. Blige. Still looking good. One time for Mary J. Mary J. Blige. And that's the only throwbacks that I got. Okay. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. I should have uh, checked the buttons again, huh? I was going to say that, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Got it. Got it, Mark. Okay. Got it. You ready? <laughs> it's time for Fix My Life. God, God damn. damn. <laughs> God damn. Oh, right there, oh my God. Now we I mean, you know what? I was just gonna be here over here like yeah, you got this, but you know what I'm saying? I still marked the road. Oh, there it is. It's, it's the second one. It's the green one. It's like the insecure album all over me, episode all over again. Like, <laughs> it was anticlimactic. Like you, you didn't you didn't miss your mark, dog. I missed it again. You didn't miss your mark. I just had to add it out to <laughs> oh, oh shit. We gotta get these buttons together, man. Y'all yeah, we work patient. we working on we it. We working on it, man. Yeah. New toys. Yeah. Fuck y'all, I work. Shit. <laughs> all right, let's try it again. It's time for Fix my life. <laughs> All right, I only got one letter today. So we're going to make this quick and get in and get out. Dear Paul Lunch Hour, hey. I divorced my abusive ex husband and I'm happily remarried. I have a son and daughter from my first marriage. They saw a lot of physical and emotional abuse when they were young. I stayed in the marriage to keep the family together until I realized my children were being hurt in the process. Mm. My son witnessed more of the abuse than my daughter. 
My son has my son has constantly brought up the past and has never able never been able to make a decent living. He's married with three children and they have lived with his mother-in-law for years. I've apologized many times for what happened in the past and asked for forgiveness. I don't know what else I can do. I always send birthday and holiday money telling them that I love them, but for some reason they have stopped answering my calls or responding to my texts. I call them three or four times a year. They used to call me when they needed money, but now they don't call at all. Should I stop sending birthday checks? They miss Mother's Day and my heart is broken. I don't know what I've done wrong. Sign, paying for the past. Yo, um, it's kind of hard to break the bond between a, a mother and a son. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, daughters are different. I don't. Know, I hear a lot of stories about daughters and mothers. That's like y'all, y'all fell over that, over that. But for a son and a mother, that's different. Right. Um, he might have seen more than you need to see, mm-hmm. and it, it didn't put you in a good light. Right. And I don't think you can come back from that. Especially if nobody responded to your messages. Um, I wouldn't say stop reaching out. Stop sending money. Because that money's not going to change how they feel. Right. Uh, but I, something happened to where they don't they don't fuck with you like that. Right. And if it's the abusive part, maybe you had too much in the part. Make them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to dig a little deeper. Try to have an a, a open conversation with them like a real life conversation a TED talk because something going on there that you don't need you don't know about yeah you're not on the, you're not on the right side on, on this conversation right yeah, yeah. fuck them kids <laughs> no but seriously um yeah you're gonna have to sit down and have a meaningful conversation with them without money being involved on the table it's just gonna have to come from the heart um but also not responsible for your son having a job, working with three kids, and living with his mother-in-law. I mean, kind of is. I mean, kind of is. Yes, and I mean, yes, but some point, you know, it said you gotta still be a man. You gotta stand up. That's true, though. That's true. I, I, I mean, get that. I get. I get that. Yes, shit is hard. It's gonna cost a lot of mental, like we said, a lot of mental illness. It caused a lot of setbacks. But shit, how long are you gonna keep those saying punishing them? I mean, shit. Well, I don't I don't uh, if I if I listen to the, the letter correctly, mm-hmm. he's not punishing her. No. He's just not fucking with her. Right. So it's not like he's doing things towards her. Yeah. He's just not fucking with her. Yeah. Or the other kid not fucking with her. She ain't, she ain't missing, yeah. The kid, she ain't, the kid didn't call her either. Yeah, so it's not like they're doing things directly towards her to make her feel bad. Yeah. They just distance themselves from her. Yeah. So something went on to where they don't fuck her on that level. Right. But for him, she mentioned him not, you know, living with his mother-in-law and, and not holding the job down and shit. You gotta you gotta build your child up to be successful. Thanks. And if it didn't if it didn't turn out that way, you gotta look to where you went wrong in that situation. Yeah. I mean that's your child. Right. You know, so it's gonna take some therapy. Yeah, you're gonna have to have a conversation, a real life conversation, get over some shit. Like you don't know his viewpoint or her viewpoint on how they feel about what happened. Right. 
until you had that conversation. Yeah. So that money ain't gonna do shit. Right. Use it for a therapist. Get a third party. Yeah, somebody have to intervene. Right. I mean, pray on it. For yeah. Real. For real. It's the best advice we got for you. I mean, shit. Just pray on it. Just pray on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, reach out and have an open conversation. Right? Yeah, just keep trying to reach out when you can. It's going to take more than three or four times a year of you reaching out. That could be another problem three to four times a year that you actually talk to them. But, you know, hey. Therapy. Lots of it. And that's the only letter I got for today. I wonder what their uh, what their communication with with the father. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a follow up question. That's like how they interact with the question. father. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, write us in. Let's know how the father relationship. I love to see how that dynamic plays out. Anyway, let's take a quick commercial break. Shot to be bartenders. We'll be right back. Econo Auto Detail is a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or Econo Auto Detail. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys. She can create it. Check her out on Facebook or RG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG. Addicted craft. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Stout. One of the best in the business. You can find them at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holla at Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. You know what it is. Yes, Act sir. three. Get up the chest. Time to air this motherfucker out. Get back and let go. Hey. Let it go. Let it go, man. Yes, sir. Shit, you want to go first? You want me? I mean, I'll go first. All right. And my my I got time today goes to a, a right end. Got time today, cuz. And I'm gonna see if I can pull it up ahead. All right, so I'm gonna try to uh, give a synopsis of what their time was today. Okay. So he got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. And on a cool, what he want to say is that um, he want to talk about the the lack of autonomy for men in the decision on having a child with a woman. Mm. And if they lay down with a woman 
and it comes to a point where they're having a baby, they really have no say in it. No. After they bust that nut. No. Um, they can do whatever they want with their body. It's their body, but at the same time, they have no say in what the uh the outcome gonna be. Thanks. And for a person, a man, to ask these questions um about you know, is it my baby? What mm-hmm. you going to do with it? What's right. your next decision? You can't make me look bad for asking these questions. Right. Because these questions are necessary. Right. That's kind of like uh, insecure when he was like, are you sure it's mine? It's pretty much. It's, that was it's, a legit question. It was pretty much, you know, come from insecure episode because mm-hmm. people were dragging Lawrence for asking, is it my baby? I sure said it's a legit question. It's a legit question. I, I haven't seen you in a minute. Right. Where we at with this? Where we at? And so, okay, so it's my baby. All right, so what you want to do? Right. So, because obviously I have no, I, I can tell you what I want to do. It's your body. You're going to do what body. you want to do. But the lack of uh, input on that, and then the fact that she said you can be involved as much as you want to. You don't have to be involved. Like, you do me a fucking favor. Right. Like, don't tell me I don't have to be involved with a motherfucker I created. I, I might kind of want to have an opinion about this shit. Exactly. So, you, like, men, you can't be out there throwing your dick around. I get that, slanging everyone. You can't be future in the streets. Right. But at the same time, if things happen where you create another person, I should have some stake in this claim. I should. I should be able to say some things that, you know, we can bounce some things off each other if we're going to do this. Right. You can't just... You know, brush me off like, all right, you created this person inside of me, but you ain't got nothing to do. You don't have to do nothing with yeah, it. This is none of your business. Yeah, you know, I'm going to do what I want to. Right. Um, you don't have to be involved at all. No. Oh. That's part of me inside you. Right. <laughs> I mean, I can't make you do nothing with your body, but I should at least have some say-so in it. Right. And to treat a motherfucker like Lawrence, like he a fuck nigga or he a terrible person for asking what you going to do. Right. It's a legitimate question. Very legitimate. What question. are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Because I can't make you do nothing. No. I want to see where your head at. Right. And that's a le- le- legitimate gripe. Like facts. Things happen. Situations come up. Babies occur. Mm-hmm. I should be able to have some type of say or some type of opinion without looking like a terrible person. Right. And you know, because this is affecting me as well. It's a part of me. Right. In this, you know, situation. Um, I can't make you do nothing, but at the same time, if I ask these questions, don't look at me like I'm a terrible person. Right. Because you tell me you're pregnant, I'm going to ask you what you want to do. Right. It's not, do? it's not like I want to get rid of it. But what I, you want to do. What you want to do. Right. Because uh, you ain't told me. All you told me is you're pregnant. So right. if you want to have this, that's a, that's a conversation to have. You had a little more time to sit over and think about this. You was, over, you was over there for a minute. You, you just hit me out the blue. Right. I'm going to ask you his mind off top. Off top. <laughs> off top. top off top i think all all births should come with a dna test all like, of them all of them fuck how long y'all been married dna off, test off top <laughs> dna test women cheat worse just, than me i'm just saying off top bro so uh i appreciate the right in you didn't leave no name to put on it so i don't want to put you out there but that's a, a legitimate gripe to have like if you if you have a a child with a person you should be able to ask these questions and should be off top. <laughs> you should be able to inquire these uh, options and don't look like a terrible person for asking. Facts. Um, it's your body, but at the same time, my, my child is inside of you. Right. We went half on this baby. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me be allowed right. to, uh, 
throw up some some conversation about it. Right. But I look like a terrible person. And and then don't let my first reaction be the one I'll end up. Because guess what? I'm surprised and taken aback. Yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? You throw some shit on me. Everybody's not going to have the, the, the quick, oh, well, we're going to get through this. They're not going to have the, oh, great. Yeah, great news! Like we're not oh even we're not even together. We can get back together. And all great, that. great example I have is when I was in high school, and I knew that little nigga was out there. I could shut up. <laughs> I was in high school, and my homeboy had his his girlfriend, and I can do it impersonation of his girlfriend very well. Right. And so I called him one night. It was like eleven o'clock, and I I was you know, like talking like her, and like I'm, I'm pregnant. This motherfucker told me, well, drink some apple juice and hung up. <laughs> Do the impression. No. Do the impression. No. So <laughs> that was his initial reaction. 11 o'clock, he waking up, he called, he answered the phone. Shit, hit him with that shit. His bitch pregnant. He's like, man, drink some apple juice and hung up. <laughs> that don't make him a terrible person. That's all he had at the time. Right. Like, if you don't know what was going on before, they might be beefing like a motherfucker. Exactly. So. Um, she might really be pregnant. <laughs> I mean, I ain't seen no baby. So I appreciate the right in. It's a legitimate question. I mean, men don't—they really don't have any type of stake in the claim as far as making a decision with another person's body. Facts. But at the same time, there's a, a person inside of you that I, I help create. Right. Don't you know? Saying make me feel like a terrible person asking these questions. And the stake gonna make me pay for them one way or the other. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let me let, and give me time to process this. Let me say what I need to say. Right. And you know, shit. And don't act like you ain't got nothing to do with. You don't have to do nothing with it. Right. Like you do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Like motherfucker, still my child, bro. Like, get no. the fuck out of here. All my child. Yeah. But appreciate you writing in though. Appreciate the writing for real. Off top. Off top. <laughs> Oh, man. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? Yo, I probably said this before, but I'll say it again. I'm grinding right now. I'm, I'm really in the zone. I'm holding multiple things down. Don't take me out of my motherfucking bag or out of my motherfucking zone if you ain't talking about shit. Mm-hmm. Don't waste my motherfucking time. Like, for real. Like, if I say I might not be on time, but if I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. Right. God damn it! <laughs> Shit, hell, I'm working on it. Get off! I'll be there. I don't, I don't appreciate the uh, taking me out, taking me out of my groove, and you don't show up, right. or you don't even consider. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck I got going on? Because I feel like an asshole if I did that to somebody else. I want you to have the same consideration as I would. Yeah. Because shit, if we supposed to be friends, right? You know what I'm saying? Hey, talk like an adult. Open your motherfucking mouth. Don't take nobody out their motherfucking groove and bag if you ain't gonna say or do shit. I mean, that's just rude, inconsiderate. Don't waste my motherfucking time. Yeah. Point black pig. Swear to God, don't waste my motherfucking time. <laughs> it's annoying. I don't appreciate it at all. Now, you can be late all motherfucking day, but just don't not, not show up or not call or say any goddamn thing. That's just inconsiderate. Very rude. Very fucking rude. And. <laughs> My my petty ass right now, I'm on my aunt and something else shit. So I won't ever call you again. <laughs> shit, you gonna have to call me. Yes, and, and I won't give a fuck. Like, oh okay, I act like nothing happened, just the same. First time, so are you gonna actually show up? 
Because uh, I'm going to be petty. So count on it. You tread softly. You tread very softly. <laughs> you, you took me out. You made me miss money. I don't <laughs> like missing money. Right. Not a good look. And that's why I got time today, cuz. For sure. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. I made a statement uh other day. Uh shout out Biz. And uh Biz know me. She know my heart. She know exactly what I meant when I said it. Mm. Uh somebody was um black person was talking white. And you know that the whole phrase gets really uh, in a lot of people's feelings, a lot of the educated people's feelings. Yeah. Uh, like, what you mean I'm talking about? You trying to say black people aren't intelligent? I'm like, no, 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 no. Back it up. When I'm saying talking white, it's a pitch. I mean, you're talking white. Like, hey, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah the way you enunciate words, you talking real white to me. Yeah. You can talk articulate, educated, be black, and use proper grammar all day, but you still sound black. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about literally talking white. Yeah. That shit is annoying. Yeah. It is annoying as fuck. And I know that's not you. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we grew up together, right? You, yeah. remember, you remember drinking that water out of that water hole? Because we couldn't <laughs> come inside at the same time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know your roots. You remember when you used to wear them scrunchies in junior high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bitch, I know your roots. You remember yeah. them jail toes? You used to take them off so you could race. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers, them glass. Well, they were glass that would see through jail. Mm-hmm. But you take the bitches off and outrun half the niggas on the uh, playground. Bitch, I know you. Yeah. Don't play me. So don't, don't, don't try to come for me. <laughs> he said talking white. Like I'm no, they knew exactly what the fuck I said and what the fuck I meant. It's called code switching. Like, you know where you could you can use proper grammar. And you know conversation, but it comes to a point where you you're trying to sound better than right. You know we can talk to each other all day, all day. We come across others. There's a different type of conversation we have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you have that other conversation in front of me, like why are you fronting? Why are you fronting? Why are you fronting? Why I know you. you. Fr- I I know you. I know you. Like I know how you talk. You don't talk like this. You do not. I had a homegirl who went who went corporate. She went. She's in office. Mm-hmm. I called her on her, her office phone, and the conversation is totally different. Right. When we get on our cell phone. Right. So I know how you talk. I know you. So voice. when I when you answer the phone in that voice, I know there's people around you instantly. We, instantly. we know the code. We know what's going on. I know what's okay. going on. You must be around some motherfuckers. Yeah, you I'll can't call, talk like I'll, you want to. I'll call you later. I surely am busy. Yes. yes so let cur- me get you back. Currently, I'm occupied, but I will re- I will get back to you uh, as soon as I can. Yes, we get that. Okay, thank you. Now, don't talk to me with me and you. Yeah, I don't, I don't got time for that fake shit. No, I don't got time for that I fake shit. I ain't here for that shit. You, she talk that white shit like Yeah. Cold switch, I get it. Cold switch necessary. Necessary. You got to have it in the office place. Got I it. do it all the time. Yeah. But when we in one-on-one, come come with that real. Yeah. Say that bullshit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's annoying. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. Yeah. But cold switch, I get so that's the difference when I say talking white. I literally mean that pitch, that tone, that arrogance, that I'm better than. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the shit I'm talking about. Trying to impress, trying to trying to fit in. Right. Trying to not sound like. 
Yeah, yeah. You got half them words wrong, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Why don't you look up a dictionary with that fucking word? Using all type of wrong adjectives and shit. Yeah, <laughs> shit, just run it together. Yeah. Mm-mm. Meanwhile, the counterpart is using wrong words fucked up, but nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. That uh, country ass is saying all types of fucked up words. They be trying their best. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let that bitch have three to four syllables. It's it's a wrap. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up, bro. I feel that shit. Yeah, that's my let's talk about it. I want to talk about uh so the NBA is trying to start up uh mid late July. Mm. And um there's a couple athletes out there talking about not playing. Mm. And, you know, like for like Dwight Howard and Kyrie Irving saying, "Hey, hey, Dwight Howard's balling." Oh, he's balling. Do not do Dwight Howard like that. He's saying too much shit. So for and and their stance is that if they start the league up, it's going to take away the movement that we are doing right now. Like it's going to be a distraction to what's going on currently in life, and they don't want to be part of that to take away the movement that's going on. And I respect that a hundred grand. A thousand grand, because it's been a distraction. Things like that. Like there's no sports out. There's no there's no movies out. There's no flights. There's no cruises. Like people have to stay at home. They gotta watch this shit happen. You gotta so pay attention. They gotta pay attention. So if the if the sport like the NBA one of the biggest leagues in the game open up, it's gonna take away what's going on. And I commend y'all for that. I commend you. I commend y'all it's for like that. It's like that uh Boondocks episode. <laughs> for real. Um uh, when um Martin Luther King episode at the end when he said all the NBA players decided to boycott the league until something was done about racial injustice. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's the moment to do it. It's the moment perfect. Like, y'all ain't playing in a couple of months. Like, you know, they're going to they're trying to shorten your season. They're trying to put you in quarantine in, in Florida and, and every place else. Like, they're trying to put you in a in a, in a bubble. Right. And you, your power is, is, is at this moment. So I commend you guys for doing that. Um... And Kyrie took another step. It's like the NBA players need to start their own league. Facts. And yo, y'all can actually fucking do that. You can do it all day. Y'all got the money to do it all day. Um, and this is the type of conversation motherfuckers need to have. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing not to play to be, you know, be safe and you don't want, you know, run into COVID and shit like that. But at the same time, you don't want to play to not stop the movement. Right. You don't want to distract the people. Like sports ain't got shit to play. Nothing. And the news ain't got no shit to play but these protests. Right. So you won't be part of that that's, that's distracting people from that. And I applaud y'all for that. That new league shit, that's next level, my nigga. Next level. That's next level. Facts. It's time. That's next level, it's man. It's time. Y'all build a couple motherfucking uh, shit. Y'all can rent out some goddamn uh, high school gyms and shit because school clothes. Yeah. Rent some of these damn arenas. Let me tell you right now, them arenas going to rent out to y'all, motherfuckers. They need to make some money. Hell yeah. They, they will rent out to y'all. I promise you they will. Shit, no, 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 got a mini arena over here right now. <laughs> right now. Like, bring, hey, y'all want to play? Bring LeBron out here to get them. This shit going to sell out. Shit. And it's going to be cleaned up. They're going to add some new seats to that bitch. It's going to be folded chairs out there. That yeah. But like Pat Beverly said, the league will open up when LeBron say it'll open up. And X. that's the power LeBron has in the league. So X. if LeBron, LeBron said he ain't playing, nobody playing. Nobody playing. Yeah, so I, it's a dope idea. It's, dope. it's a great time Can't to wait do to see it. How it goes. I appreciate y'all for even bringing that up. It's a great conversation. People. And they had a, a Zoom 
conference call about it, and they brought up with the team players about that shit. So mm-hmm. they're not playing about that shit. So, yo, it's the time to do it. They've been talking about this on several different platforms, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, it's hey, if you want to do it, it's time to do it. Yeah. It's time to do it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I love these conversations. Finally. Saying, I hate that the uh, change had to be another brother dying, but yo, know, it's the change that need to happen. Facts, for real, for real. Mm, anything else? That's it, bro. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Yeah. Uh, shout out my parents as always. Shout out, folks. I love y'all for real, for real. Um. Shout out my cousin Yvonne. Happy birthday. It's going to be Friday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, what else I want to shout out? Mm, that's about it, man. Shout out my crew. Shout out Usual Suspects. We got some work, some planning to do. The band. You know, hey. That's about it for me. Alright, I want to shout out um, uh, Birthdays Happy birthday Bridget, happy birthday Jid Happy birthday uh, Vicky um, I want to shout out uh, Kim, you're a real one I appreciate everything Shout out Kim um, I want to shout out the squad Y'all got some work to do uh, My cash app open uh, <laughs> Mine is too <laughs> Um and just shout out, you know what I'm saying? Keep going, man. This podcast still rolling, bro. Man, podcast still rolling. Podcast still rolling. Heck yeah. Shout out 607. Shout out 607. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got too, bro. Already. Well, good people. If you want to catch this show, as always, we're on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Everywhere. MySpace, College Club. Black Planet. You know what? I realized I was talking to <laughs> I was talking to Kim the other day and the comments I put on social media be different. And she like, I don't know why you trolling these people. Be trolling the fuck out of people. I, I do just sit there and giggle. And and a lot of people be asking me about like like relationship status and shit. Like it's not it's not it's not part of the internet. It's, it's not, not my the, conversation for the internet. Mm-mm. And I realized when uh, MySpace allowed me to put a background and music to my page, yeah. I was part of the internet then. I'm, I'm part of the internet. You're ever, part of it. Ever since then, I'm part of the internet. You're in the way. You're in the matrix, man. I'm in the matrix, man. You're there. I like, <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not. Man, MySpace was the shit. It was. God, MySpace went hard. Black Planet was the shit. Black Planet was the shit. Yeah, that's how you niggas learn how to decode and shit. The beginnings. I'm not. I'm not. In the internet, I'm of the internet. Uh-huh. Once I start coding my page, like all this shit is the matrix the for matrix. me, bro. Like it's not real. <laughs> None of this shit real. It's not though. Just a bunch of ones and zeros. Exactly. <laughs> Which pill you gonna take? The red or the blue? Yeah. But yeah, good times. Great times. Great times. Um, yeah. Oh, good people. That's our show. <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Corey Doseki. It's your drunk uncle, I'm something else. Hey, we catch y'all next week, man. Love y'all. Be safe out there. Holla!